my son and I. We've been through it. We've been through a lot of it. My son and I. We're gonna do this. We're gonna make it through. Oh, yeah. My son and I. I'm here. And I'm here too. Oh, yeah. My son and I. We welcome you. Welcome to the journey. My son and Welcome to My Son and I. This is Tahidef, a.k.a. Lady T. Yes, yes, yes. And this is Egbert B. We are here with episode 11. We understand that it's been a while. Thank you for your patience. We're so happy you're here. Uh, it has been a while, Lady T. We've been gone for a couple weeks away from the people. Yes, I know. Okay. What did you get into in the past couple weeks? Um, actually, just working, doing uh, bedroom candy, get mm-hmm. them drinks together. Have a drink. <laughs> Have a drink. Yeah, just actually just doing bedroom candy and living and trying to make sure I keep one foot in front of the other, helping my mom with a few things and just doing me in bedroom candy. That's Good. about it. And what about you? Uh, well, as the people know and you know, I went off to New York for a couple weeks to handle some personal business, and uh, it was incredible. I had a wonderful time. It's, I want to say it's nice to be back, but... I miss New York. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I do miss having these conversations with you. I realized after I had gotten home, we had a nice phone call at one point one of these days, and I was like, oh, wow, I've gotten used to having these kinds of conversations with you. I miss doing this with you. And I guess these people have missed uh, see, hearing us. So mm-hmm. I got a few messages from you guys. I hear you. Uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, we're here. We're back. This show is not going anywhere. Uh, there has been there have been a few questions. Uh, people have realized that I've been back and forth to New York. They've realized that I'm going to be moving back to New York. So they've been asking, "What about the show? The show isn't going anywhere, is it?" And I said, "No, we're still we're still doing episodes. The show isn't going anywhere. When we're not in the same city, we found we're finding solutions to still create this uh, this podcast for you guys. So we're not going anywhere. Thank you so much for being here with us and." Uh, I see that the show is growing, so to all the new listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the journey. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So you've been doing some bedroom candy for the past couple of weeks. What have you... Actually, uh, yeah, actually, you know, I do some type of team efforts every week, every day, just about. We do our clubhouse Monday through Friday. If you're on clubhouse, check us out in Bedroom Candy Lounge. Um, also, I've been actually did a nice, really nice gig at South Bay Galleria. Nice. Yeah, I did a couple of little, that was one to pop up and a couple of little parties and stuff and just introducing the, um, welcoming everybody back to the new world. The world's Mm -hmm. opening up here in California. We just literally, uh, June 15th, we were able to take off your mask if you've you've had both your COVID shots and just get back into the world. Everybody's ready to get start living again and Mm -hmm. they've been just filling up my calendar. So I've just been taking care of that and making sure everybody's happy with Getting life started again. Good, good, yeah. It's so funny because when I left New York, it was like, you know, it was the start. We were three months into COVID, so it was, I guess, hindsight, the start of COVID. It felt like it had been going on forever. And it was like a ghost town. Everybody was inside. Nobody was moving around. It was was sad. But 
going back, and I heard that it only got worse after that, but going back, it, the phrase is New York is healing. That's the saying there. And it's nice to see people moving around. Uh, the trains are running 24-7 again. Uh, restaurants and bars are open until 4 a.m. Uh, again. For a while there, everything was closing at midnight. So, yeah, the world is reopening, and people are getting back to moving around and welcoming themselves back outside. It's really nice to see. I'm happy. I'm happy. I remember... Uh, uh, where were we? Just we're in Vegas right now, guys. Which I am exhausted. I cannot believe we have pulled the energy together to do this with you guys. But we've missed you, so we of course had to do it. Um, but we were sitting somewhere. Uh, where were we? Like in a restaurant uh, a couple days ago, and I said, and we were. I was looking around. I noticed that some people were wearing masks and some people weren't. And I was like, it's funny. We're literally living history. We're in the middle of history right now. Like. Where you know some people you'd like a ha- like a health history. Mm-hmm. People are wearing masks. People aren't wearing masks. We're coming mm-hmm. out of this pandemic. You know, in time from now, we're gonna look back and be like, oh wow, remember when? Okay, it's so crazy. Yeah, we actually saying remember when now? Because remember when someone was sneezing, you'd say God bless you. <laughs> now you look at them like what? <laughs> Go ahead, my mask on. Okay. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yes, definitely some new and uh, absolutely oof, really. Uh, look, we are a part of history, and times are changing, and we're here to witness it and to have our names go down as we remember when we lived through that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So as I said, uh, we are in Las Vegas, uh, and we're in Las Vegas uh, visiting a very special somebody. Now? Somebody that I would like, we would like to welcome to the show. You've heard about this person. You know details about this person. You, uh, but you, you've never heard from this person. I'll introduce her now. Lady T's daughter and my sister, T-Q. This is when the audience is going crazy. Can you hear them? Oh, yes. Oh, hello, my goodness. Everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are doing? Hello, hello. <laughs> Speak up, sis. So this is the mic. You'll speak to the mic. So hit the wall. That I, way, these I'm going to try to talk as loud as possible. I hope you guys can hear me. How you guys are doing? They, What's you, up, they, they're not going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to answer. Why don't you actually just scoot forward, sis? Yes. Uh, yes. Welcome to my son and I. I guess now Thank it's called my me. my daughter, son, and I. Just for this episode, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. These people have heard a little bit about you, but uh, why don't you tell them about yourself? Do you have anything you might want to share about yourself? How old are you? Where do you come from? What are your goals? What are your aspirations? What do you dream of? <laughs> oh no, no, you don't need to know all that. But I come from California, Los Angeles. Went to L.A. High. I now mm-hmm. live in Texas. I lived in Arizona for 11 years, and now I'm in Texas. It's been a year, and I'm loving it. So you get a chance, come visit us in Texas. Dallas, by the way. Dallas, Texas. Got dog it. <laughs> All right. So you are in Dallas, Texas now. Where did you come? I, I, I kind of zoned out just now. I was kind of producing uh, at the sound. Well, did you tell them where you went? where you were before Dallas? I went to Arizona. I was in Phoenix. Good year. How'd you wind up in Phoenix? I remember being a kid. It was always like we we went on a family vacation every year. We would always, we wound up after a while going somewhere different in the state of Arizona every year. And I remember as kids, we would always say, when I grow up, I'm going to move to Arizona. Mm -hmm. And you did. Yep. Did it for 11 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow, wow. And then what? You just got over that? It was time to move on? Yeah, it was time to move on. It wasn't nothing. 
that was uh, actually serving my purpose anymore there. So yeah, it's yeah, time to move on. Yeah, chapters end. Yep, yep. That's good. Arizona good. was good to me, but Texas is where it's at. <laughs> heard that. Heard that. All right. Well, um, so I'll I'll tell some people a little bit about. Do, do you have any like favorite memories about you, like your growing up, or and nothing's off limits. Oh Lord. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite memories. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I remember just now you asked, "Hey EJ, do you remember?" Uh, my family calls me EJ. Y'all don't. Oh, you do. I remember just now you asked, "Do you remember?" Uh, do you remember what you asked me? Do you do you remember slamming my baby's doll's head against uh, the wall? So we're we gonna tell the word about this. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. You slammed my baby doll's head. The only baby doll that I would ever play with, mind you guys, she used to have this little song. I love my mommy so much. No, we I didn't. remember this. <laughs> yeah. Made a whole song out of it. I know, I just gave you your cue and you left me hanging. <laughs> <laughs> so, do I had the song. Bit. Oh, we got to do the song? Okay, uh-huh. let's give them the song. I love my mommy so much. Bum, bum. I love my mommy so much. Bum, bum. That's I the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally, that's the whole song. Right? If anyone knows us, they know that song. (laughs) Right? I hope, I wonder if that's true. That's so funny. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so tell, so I used to slam your baby's head against the wall. (laughs) Yes, yes. You were a terror to her. Do you think, did you think there might have been reasons? Or did you Because you were just evil. You were just evil. So I would just just slam your baby's head against the wall for no reason? Yeah, because I didn't probably pissed you off about something. Uh, But it didn't have nothing to do with her. It didn't have nothing to do with her. Right. Right. Why did you bring her in it? Why did you have to bring her in it? Sometimes, like now, it seems it's hard to communicate and be heard. So I'm just going to do this. This will get your attention. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's called warfare, darling. Whatevs. That's why your teddy bear got jacked. Okay, I was going to ask what happened. So how did you retaliate? Oh, just cut your teddy bear's arm off. That's all about. That's all I did. That's all. You know, it was a little retaliation. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's so funny when we were kids the way that we would fight like it was I guess as we got a little older it wasn't so physical I mean I remember when I was about six or seven I guess and I hit you and I realized that I was gaining some strength you know like boy strength and I remember hitting you in the arm and you cried I was like that's the last time I'll be hitting her so I had to find ways to to get back at you so hey I'll take your baby doll by its feet and slam it against his wall when you piss me off you know Everything I did pissed you off, though. I felt like I got under your skin a lot. Because Daddy used to always tell us, why y'all in there fighting like Cat and Doc? So. Okay. You know. You feel like everything you did pissed me off? Sometimes. Most of the time. Because okay. we fought a lot. When we were younger, we fought a lot. Yeah. As we got older, we just yelled at each other. and. Mm-hmm. Really, as we got older, we got a lot, a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Now that we're completely grown. Yeah. But as a child, I think we used to fight all the time. As a child, so. Yeah, as children, we did fight a lot when we were kids. I think we were just growing and learning yeah. each other. You know, we were yeah. siblings. You yep. know, and yep. who better to get under your skin than your freaking brother or your freaking sister? Right. I know I got under your skin. Uh, 
Not a lot. Not like you think. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I actually did like having you around. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I always... I, that's why I'm surprised to hear you say that you thought everything you did got under my skin because I did enjoy having you around. But you used to like pick on me. Maybe that was just your thing. Oh, you know? picking on you is different than you getting under my skin. Well... That's what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's totally different. Well, that changes the perspective and perception of what you just said. Facts, facts. I didn't, you weren't, it wasn't that you were getting under my skin. I just picked on you. You picked on me too. But not like how you used to do me. You remember when we, uh, that one time we was coming home from church and mom and dad stopped on, what was that, Florence and, what was that, Florence and Normandy? They used to have a little watermelon stand. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That's, uh, it was Gage, Gage and Normandy. Gage yeah, and Normandy. Gage and Normandy. And we were in the car, and it was this itty-bitty spider. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'm arachnophobic. I do remember this. And he, it was crawling on you, EJ. It was crawling. It was, it was crawling down from the ceiling of the car in between the two of us. And I pretended that it had gotten on me. And it was so... T- when I tell you this thing was almost microscopic... <laughs> It was so small, and so I was. I thought it would be funny to pretend that it was crawling on me, and then pretend to fling it onto you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, you see what I'm talking about, guys? Oh my gosh! No, that's not you getting under my skin. That was just me finding a great opportunity to get a laugh. Absolutely. And so I threw. I pretended to throw it on you, and. I did not expect this response. <laughs> and apparently it truly did scar you and trigger you because you were bringing it up all these years later. <laughs> you cried. Yes, you I got so spiders. scared that you cried. I don't do spiders. And I was like, oh my gosh. No, I got to figure out how to get her to stop crying before my mom and dad get back in this car. <laughs> oh my God. I was so mad at you. I do remember that. You got so pissed. <laughs> I was like, dang. I was like, I'm why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, I'm going to figure out how to make up for this one. This one really got her. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Yeah, I do remember, like, all the... But where do you think those hijinks came from? Look to our your mother. right. Yeah. I was about to say, our mother. <laughs> I, I don't even know what you guys are talking mm. about. <laughs> this from the woman who would hide behind objects in the house just right. to scare us. Every single She'll day. She'll hide in the dark just Every to get a good scare. Every single day we come home from school, this woman is hiding behind the door. And this is what she would do. <laughs> what? Yeah, it would be like a... <laughs> right, like... Why? <laughs> why? 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 I mean, I, I can't even knock it because you know now someone jumps out from anywhere. Maybe it's a a really tra- a trauma response. Maybe right. even when a You're gunshot ready. goes off, I'm not I'm not even scared. Like oh, this that's woman, so funny. I'm affected the opposite way. I'm so freaking jumpy. No, I'm not. Oh I'm not. my gosh! Someone be... can come around the corner. I'm not gonna jump that hard. Oh you my god! Lucky you. I wish ready. I would have had that ready. response. I stay ready because of this woman. <laughs> Right? Your trigger response is great. Mm. I'm <laughs> when uh it's the exact opposite for me. I was I'm so jumpy. My roommates laugh at me. They'll literally just walk into the room and I'm like <laughs> Oh Bobby. It's ridiculous. Right. That's where you got that from. Uh-huh. No, I got that. It's called trauma. It's called trauma. He's supposed to get ready. Okay. Actually, I did that to my sister, so once we got grown and I couldn't do it to them anymore, I had children. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
See this? This is what we had to deal with. You told a story earlier today, Mom, about uh, when uh, no. you were a kid, you were afraid yes. of a, a baby doll, and what happened? No, I actually, <laughs> I t- torturized my sisters so much. Um, I have three younger sisters, and I literally, there was my aim in life just to do things to them, to torture them, cut off tails off of lizards, chase them with it on, still wiggling on a stick, and uh, so I would scare them, I mean, just with everything, and and you guys, crazy that you guys had a, a moment in your life with a spider, because I did that with my sister, Rowena, <laughs> and I literally scared her by making her think a spider, I had seen a spider, I don't know what made me do it, but it was in the fireplace, and it was all, like, with all this dust and stuff <laughs> on it, so it looked like it was real, so I, like, sucked it up on the vacuum cleaner, <laughs> I called her in there. <laughs> it was a toy spider. It was a toy spider, totally plastic, but it looked real, and when she came in, I acted like it fell on her, <laughs> oh. it drove her absolutely crazy. She cried and hollered and screamed. And I was putting my hand over my mouth saying, shh, no, no, mama didn't go hear you. Shh, shh. So I made her promise. I, I promised her everything so she wouldn't tell. Um, I, little did I know she was just waiting her time. And she had a baby doll. I never had dolls. Couldn't stand them. I was a tomboy. Give me a gun, skates, the whole world. So we were sleeping and they were in a bunk bed. She was on the top bunk bed and I had a bed, um, rollerway bed. This When we were kids, we shared a bedroom. And she literally, I was, we had seen a movie where this doll was torturing people and had this little blade and that night we were asleep. I was into getting ready to go into a really amazingly good sleep and she threw the doll on me on my neck and I beat the I beat my own self up trying to get this doll <laughs> oh, off of me that I thought was literally trying to stab kill me and all that stuff oh my god <laughs> why did you think the doll was trying to kill you because we saw a movie where this it was a little doll and it just happened to look like this doll she had that she loved she uh, I used to do things to that doll too but we're not talking about that story now. And so she got back with me with the doll and her, and she threw that doll on me. I was getting really getting to this really good sleep, and we had seen the movie, and I, it really scared me, and she could tell that it really had me kept, I mean, it was in my brain, it was on my mind, and she took a moment to throw that doll, and it landed right around my neck. Oh, and <laughs> She probably peed on herself laughing at me. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, so she got me back. That is so funny. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember it certainly playing like tricks on. Oh, I reminded you of something that I'm so surprised you don't remember. A couple days ago, sis, uh, I remember uh, every time it was time for me to mix up the cornbread for whatever meal we were having, uh, I would make the so I we we used co- uh, box cornbread, uh, cornbread jiffy. Yeah. Hey, hey, jiffy, if you want to be a sponsor, hey. uh, we hey. love your product. I grew up on it, it's yes. the greatest. I love a great sweet cornbread just because of you, jiffy. The best, you, jiffy, anyway. <laughs> Um, we used Jiffy, and um, I would take the, I would empty the box, and then I would throw the ingredients, just milk and eggs, and I would throw everything into the bowl, and I would just flip it about, just once or twice or whatever. It was clearly not mixed or ready to go into the oven. And I would find my, after doing that, I would find my sister wherever in the house, wherever she was, wherever she was, or whatever she was doing, and I would walk up to her, and I would show her the bowl, not even half mixed, and I would say, I'm done. And she would go, no! No, you have to mix that. You should mix. It just killed me that you fell for it every single time. Oh, my goodness. And I guess that's why I'm so good at making cornbread. No, because you really wanted to make it. Yeah. No, I would still make it and put it in the oven. But, uh, yeah, I remember all the little hijinks. But, yeah, I was certainly glad to have you around, especially, like, when I was a kid. For the very hot second, we actually were in school together. Right. I used to, because of our age difference, we 
we just mm-hmm. you were four years ahead of me, so it was usually you were finishing up as I was yep. starting. Yeah. And but when we were kids, when I was very young in elementary, I never had to worry about anything. I knew that if anybody was was uh, was coming for me or whatever, my sister was gonna take care of it for me. And I, that's how I regarded you in my head. That's that's because my mom always told me that I had to protect you. Uh huh. That was the biggest thing was making sure that you were protected at yeah. all times. So. If somebody messes with my little brother, uh, you got to come through me to get to my little brother. Okay. So. Yeah. And that's all. That'll always be. Okay. <laughs> that part. I remember. Uh, I remember just being like, okay, yeah, no, she'll take care of that. And I remember one time. By the time you left, like when you finished uh, elementary and went on to junior high, I was like, dang. So. Am I gonna have to start fighting now? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> now we were still up there, you know. <laughs> I mean, well, luckily I didn't have to. I didn't have to fight too many times. I got into like one fight in junior high. After, well, I got into quite a few fights, but like the last fight I had was in junior high. I was in the sixth grade. This dude was in the eighth grade, and I went to a predominantly Latino junior high school. So I was like one of th- literally three black kids in this school, and so I was uh, I was getting called a nigger every day Mm -hmm. and that didn't bother me as much as when somebody would touch my ass curl your ass curl curl was don't mess with (laughs) you but your ass curl was on point though I liked it a lot (laughs) and so I was you know it took time I would sit between my mama's lap and she would (laughs) comb the ass curl through my flat top Hey. Okay. And she would get me right. And so, and I would use Pro Style. I remember Pro Style. Right. I would use Pro Style because it made my, it kept my hair looking shiny and wet and kept the style exactly the way I styled it in the morning. But with, because it was Pro Style, right. the thing would get all hard and crusty. <laughs> and so, but only crusty if you moved it around. You don't right. have to touch right. it too much. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. But you add a little water to it. You yeah, but I ain't got time for all that. <laughs> right. So I would just make sure don't nobody touch my head. Everybody know don't touch my hair. Right. And so I guess that got out. And so these eighth graders thought it'd be funny. I was in the uh, the locker room, junior high locker room, and these I was going into the bathroom and then the restroom. And these dudes were coming out. They always gave me a problem. We would just talk crap to each other. And one of them was like, "Hey, touch his hair, touch his hair, touch his hair." I said, "Don't fucking touch my hair." <laughs> and you know, I'm thinking, you know, back then I was like, if I just curse and look right. seem crazy yeah. enough, right. you nobody will want to. Fight me. Right. What was that? Like my mom does all the time. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, and uh, so I was like, uh, you know, don't, don't, you know, just trying to like bark and scare them. And they touched my hair. So I was like, all right. So, and it was just an instinct to become physical. You're touching me now. Mm-hmm. So I shoved one of them and I was like, all right, here we go. I'm going to have to fight these eighth graders. There's all of it. There ain't no teachers around. It's just me. They already, like, you know, they're already looking for a reason to fight. I'm the only black kid uh, in my class. There was actually one. My, uh, an, another girl, my Shea Baskerville. How you doing? That's still my good friend. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, so I shoved them. They all laughed. They were like, oh, 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 and all that other stuff. So I peed and I came outside. And I must have wanted some trouble because in my mind, I can't imagine why I would have walked over to where their class sat instead of walking to my class. But somehow I wound up over there. And I was like, you know, say it in my face, say it in my face. You know, I'm all in this dude's face, this eighth grader's face, and I'm in the sixth grade, so I'm 11, he's 13. And, uh, and I'm talking my stuff, and I'm all in his face, and I'm like, let's go. And he didn't say nothing. I said, that's what I thought, bitch. And I turned around to walk away, and I felt 
bing, 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 in the back of my head. Oh, this nigga <laughs> sneak dished you. Sneak dished Come me. Come on. And sucker punched me, and I turned around, and the next thing I remember, people were pulling me off this kid. Yeah, because we don't fight like that. Mm-mm. We You're fight not straight sucker head punch up. You're not about to sucker punch me. I'm going to beat your ass. Right. Okay. And so that was the last fight. After that, I did not have to fight anymore. They were like, oh, he he's going to He bought that life. All. Yeah. He he's going to back up all that talk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I didn't have to fight anymore in junior high. And then in high school, you know, we were kind of just too grown. Like, who's fighting? Right. Or at least the people I was running with. But, yeah, so I don't know how we got into fights. Oh, because you used to fight my battles when we were sitting on the mission yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you I any- fight them all day, every day, though. Tell anybody don't come at you. Hey, I appreciate that. Uh, she's my big sister. Mm-hmm. I thought that was your cue. I thought you were gonna say. I said that to Yolanda today. Oh, oh. sister. <laughs> no, I said. <laughs> can't hear that song without doing that. Um, I know, right? Uh, no, I said to my friend Yolanda. Yolanda Fletcher. Hey, lady, look, we did it. I actually, we, we found the it. energy to do this tonight. <laughs> we did it. I dropped her off, and she was like, "Just do it. Just do it. You'll be happy. You'll be so upset that you didn't." I said, "I know." I no, let's just do it. And uh, anyway, look, Yolanda, we did it. But I said to Yolanda earlier today, I said, that's my big sister. You said, I'm his little big sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because <Yep. laughs> you taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I call you, uh, you, you called me, you used to call me your, your little big, your big little brother. And it was, it was I thought, it, I didn't think it had anything to do with height. Yeah, it was. It was always about that. Oh, okay. So I took it a different way. I took it on as uh, like the roles were kind of reversed. Like I'm your I'm your big little brother because I was uh, I seem to be. Yeah, on the spiritual tip. Yeah, yeah you definitely are bigger than me on that. Tip. I think just not, well, bigger, smaller, whatever. But like, uh, yeah, like I feel like. I've always been, because you were so protective of me growing up, like as kids, I was always just hyper protective of you. And I wanted to make sure you were okay. I remember the first time I realized that uh, some boy wanted to take you to prom. When you, I was like, who? Mm-hmm. Why we got to talk about this? Well, <laughs> we don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about. I'm cool. Oh, the I'm only cool. point that I was making was that I was very uh, protective of you. And I wanted, to, I wanted to make sure you were okay. And so in my mind, the first time you said that, I was like, I guess I am like your big brother in a way. I'm your big little brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We got each other's back. We Mama always taught back. us that. So we yeah. got to make sure we have each other's back at all times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm great. Mess with that. my little brother or my little sister. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you have any crazy memories of Mama? <laughs> Do we? Okay. Um, you you know the show. Nothing's yeah, off I know. I know. There's so <laughs> many. <laughs> there is so many. Mm-mm-mm. I don't want to do any trauma response ones. So uh, <laughs> you want to keep it light. You yeah, keep, I'm it, keep light. it light. I'm gonna keep it light. Okay. Um, there was one time, <laughs> and you know, I talk about it all the time because. I know my mom, she was growing at the same time now that I'm going in that age and growing and on my own and doing it myself. She was growing, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I can't fault her now as an adult. Mm-hmm. I have worked on those <laughs> inner child issues, mm-hmm. and I have grown. Mm-hmm. But at the time, a bitch was mad, Uh-oh. you know, because I was hungry. Uh-oh. So there was this one time we went to Burger King. <laughs> I talk about this story all the time because my heart and soul was hurt. 
hurt. I was hungry. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so we go to Burger King. Y'all remember when Burger King Whoppers was a dollar, right? So. You know, she bought us a couple Whoppers, <laughs> and she didn't buy herself a Whopper. And I didn't understand, because it was a dollar, why she didn't buy herself one, too, but she bought us one. But now that I'm older, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she didn't have it, you know what I'm saying, where she could buy herself one. She had an extra dollar. Come on now. We're talking about our mama. <laughs> <laughs> trying to give her the, I'm trying to give the lady the benefit of the doubt. That's the wrong angle, bitch. You lying to yourself. She had a dollar. <laughs> I didn't want a, bur- a Whopper. I She just wanted a piece of my Whopper, but I didn't understand, like, okay, you can have a bite. She asked EJ, and everybody knows EJ does not share his food since he was a kid. You gotta find a special spot. No, there is no bite here. Right, bite here. Don't thumb down so you don't bite past me. Right, you can bite my thumb. You gonna bite me? You gonna bite me? (laughs) (laughs) Anybody got time for that? We going to Squander. Well, yeah. See, I was the gullible one. Oh no, that's what it was. She was like, I know I can get. A bite out of her burger and be good. But I didn't understand why she needed to bite a whole U-shape. Oh, like, no. literally. In the middle got, of your burger? In the middle of my burger. I got my Whopper back, y'all. <laughs> and I could literally just rip it in half at that point. Because oh, it was a whole goodness. U-shaped bit out of my burger. She was mad because I tried to do what EJ do. Bite right here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I tried no. to set a boundary. <laughs> tried to set a boundary. And it didn't work out mm. for me. So, you know. So she ate the thing. She pretty much ate the whole no. Whopper at that point. It was a whole U-shape. It was a that whole was probably U-shape. a little bitty burger. No. Nah. It was a Whopper. <laughs> it was a Whopper. Oh, a Whopping Whopper. It's called a Whopper. They're big. They're Whopping. That's, that's in your mind what it was. You found a little cheeseburger at bar, too. There she go. Even if it Revising. was a cheeseburger. Revising. Even if it was a cheeseburger. Right. Like you ate my whole no worse. Because oh, that's had this little cheeseburger. That's you in your mind. Whole thing. Right. You revised all that. There was a little yeah. cheeseburger. Burger and I was a big old bite, all mm-hmm. that. I, I, I don't remember this. It was a whopper, y'all. It was a whopper. <laughs> I remember this. It was a whopper. You <laughs> know the story. I do remember. Right. I was active. Y'all want to know it. She just told you she tell the story all the time. Look. Of course I know this story. I was there. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to bite here. here you go, <laughs> right. Don't you want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, do, okay, another traumatic experience, and I know it was traumatic for you, too. Okay. Remember, you know, Mama used, Dang, to, okay. used to always drive. This is a good one. Okay, good. Mama used to always Always drive fast, right? You know. Ooh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you are you not already know sit here and make fun of my mama. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just playing. It's a joke. You remember that night that we were coming home from Mama's house when Mama stayed <laughs> on Roland Curtis? Okay. And she hit that dog, that like child dog. Oh, I do remember but this. This night, Mama was just tired, and now, like I said, I worked through my own traumatic experiences. Okay. <laughs> And she was just tired. I have to give her that. But you thought she hit the dog on purpose? No, we know she didn't. Oh, okay. Well. But you know, Mama drive fast. Okay. So she was just tired. She was ready to get home, right. and this dog just darted out in the, the street at the did. wrong time. That was very traumatic for me. Oh yeah, I, I remember and that. I too. I bet and it I was too. because I remember us literally stopping, mm-hmm. and y'all both cried. Yes. I, I cried. I was like, oh okay, this was this this I touched cried. them. Yeah. <laughs> this, they cried. <laughs> they cried. 
playing. Damn. <laughs> I was upset. That was very traumatic. Yeah, yeah, that was Why did he have to dart out there? Why did he dart out like that? Because I always sat in the front. Because yeah. EJ got banned. I did. Because I was trying to, uh, look, me, just being me, trying to make it. This is my seat. Who told you you could sit up here? I strike. And my mama said, uh, who told you you can sit up here? Right. To get in the front. Right. And I had to I sat in the back after a while, but I found my little spot in the back. I was chilling in the back. <laughs> I remember one time I was sleeping in the back on the way to church and you know, I was overweight. Uh you guys all know that by now that my mom did not send my sister and me to fat camp. She took us. She yeah. brought us to fat camp. Yeah. Um which turned out to be a whole science experiment yes. they were experimenting. Right. <laughs> yes. We, go. we were getting pigs. We were getting pigs. <laughs> I was trying to make these little fat ass kids lose some weight. Oh goddamn. <laughs> so one time Now the truth comes out. We were so Fat asses. Uh, are you surprised? No, Man. not at all. That's not why I took all. a bite out the burger. I was trying to help oh, her. Please. That's oh, why she took a bite. Look, this is the shit we got to deal with. Listen. This is what we got to deal with, y'all. One time I was sleeping. My fat ass was sleeping. Right. In the, in the back seat. And uh, I guess I was sounding, I was snoring a little bit. You know, I used to snore real bad when I was, uh-huh. when I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was I mean, a kid. I don't snore like that. Not like you used to. Okay. Yeah, not like you used to. So uh, I guess I was snoring or whatever in my sleep in the back seat. And my mama woke me up and said, oh, wake up, wake up back there. You're sounding too fucking fat. <laughs> I don't remember that. And that is crazy. And you know that ain't no, true. No, it probably is because I have my story. But I ain't going to put you out there like that. Since when would that not be true? <laughs> I'm not even going to put you out there like that. But I can believe that. I can believe that. I can believe that, brother. Yes, it <laughs> happened. You, you we were on our way to church. You have to tell your kids the truth sometimes. Mm, <laughs> the harsh truth. The harsh truth. Okay. This, was, this is a cruel I world. Guess that, look, and and hey, okay. I'm just a squirrel trying to get enough. That part, no, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> okay. This one here, yo. This is what we had to deal with. Okay, I love you. But DJ. no, it wouldn't like what great people in spite of, you know. Right. And still. <laughs> are, are you being because uh, done it. We've because done it. of. Because you know, use the right word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, these are these are great memories that we get to laugh at now. You know, right. like some people look back at their traumas and cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, for real. Seriously, though. <laughs> we get to say how we, you know, we get to look at how we grew because of them, and you know, and and the tightness that we have because of it, and the relationships that we're so grateful for because of it. You know, mm-hmm. like we get to do this. Not a lot of you know, parent and children. And get to do this, yeah. You know, this so what a blessing! True. What a what a grateful, grateful, um, unhappy person I am. No, <laughs> Dramatic, just traumatized. Just traumatized. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, guess who's here, guys? TQ uh, is here with Lady T and Egbert B. Right. I don't even think I I'm glad to myself. be here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. Of course. We're going to take a break. You're going to stick around, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'll be here for a moment. We'll be back, guys, with a deeper level with TQ. Woo-hoo. Welcome back to my son and I, actually my son and my daughter, Egbert B and TQ. 
Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello, hello. She's here. Okay, so, <laughs> so, uh, so it's we're back with our segment called a deeper level, where my mother and I ask each other questions to take our the knowledge of our uh, of each other to a deeper level. This time, we're going to be asking each other questions, the three of us, not just my mother and I, my mother, my sister, and I. Anyway, uh, here we go. Uh, Ma, why don't you lead? Um, okay, all right, all right, all right. Let's see what I'm going to ask. Uh, okay. If you had a preference, this is to the two of you. Okay. If okay. you had a preference, what would you prefer to be? Bald or always have terrible haircuts? Bald. I just just <laughs> go ahead and shave me bald. I don't know if I can do terrible haircuts. Like, because appearance is a lot, you know. It's the way you carry yourself, and my mom always taught me first impression is the last impression. So you want to make sure that you look good. And if you go bald, there's a lot of bald women in the world. Let me just say that, mm-hmm. and they look wonderful. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I would easily say bald. I mean, I think that's probably an easy uh, question yeah. for me because I actually shave my head bald these days. <laughs> um, but I think about that a lot. Like, if I were going bald, I look at like pe- men who are going bald most times prematurely, who have a hard time with that. They'll just let the straggles happen or like all that stuff. I'm like, just go bald. Mm-hmm. Not only will you probably feel better about yourself because now you don't have this craziness going on the top of your head, but you'll look better. Your head is designed to be bald. Yeah. You'll probably, and I think it's sexy. I think a bald man usually is a, is a sexy look on a person. Uh, so bald. That's easy for me. Definitely uh, more sexier than that clown look. Uh, okay. Yeah, or that no. flip over. Right. <laughs> or the fact that my haircut is messed up every time. And no. Right. Right. No. Every time. Yeah, that's I, no. what I was going to say. I'm just gonna the go question bald. was like every time, right? Yeah. Just go on, you just cut it on off. Cut like you said, there's some pretty beautiful bald women out there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember once, speaking of a bad haircut, I remember one time I used to go to Uncle Rudy to cut my hair. I used to, for a long time, I went to a bunch of different people. I was trying to find a barber. Mm-hmm. And I used to let Uncle Rudy cut my hair every now and then. And one, and he, one time he, Messed my lineup up so bad. Okay. And we were going, I don't even know how or why we were seeing the Allens, but I was with Rachel. And she said, Oh, who started cutting your hair? See? <laughs> I said, That's so rude. How dare you? How very dare you? Who <laughs> started cutting my hair? I said, I thought he finished. I had to go to my actual barber and have him actually clean me up and mm-hmm. finish cutting my hair. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my goodness. She right. I won't be going back to him. I'm sure it was so lopsided and bopsided. <laughs> oh no! I'm um, sure he was probably glad. Me, he probably did that on purpose just to make sure you didn't come back to him anymore. Okay, no, I doubt it. Not on Karuti. Uh, okay, uh, ready, sis? It's your yes, turn. Yes, yes. So I know that you know, mom is a movie buff. Okay. You know? So if you could pick one movie title to describe your life, what would it be and why? Wow. You know me, I always got to go on a deep, deep. Right. Oh, if you, oh, oh, you said, do I want to go first? Yeah. I think it'd be called the Fantastics. No, um, (laughs) I I don't know. What would it be? 
mine would be this miserable life. No, uh, uh, but a movie that <laughs> a movie that actually exists, right? You can laugh. Oh, I can yeah, take that. Yeah, so oh, I, so what's this? I thought I'd make up one. I had a name oh. for mine too. <laughs> Wait now. Oh no! Says so a movie one that movie happened, title that exists. Oh, I mean, what's this? He had his own name or his title. Oh, what would yours right. be? These fat ass kids. No, I'm oh. <laughs> These fat ass kids. <laughs> that is so. Boy, rude. if you wasn't my mother. <laughs> <laughs> These fat ass kids are mine. I just put mm. 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 this. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Out of control. Out, Out of control. control. Oh, it's not even the word. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> do you okay? So, but can you it's think like, of a, a movie ooh, that might, that that might actually? Be, how life. would you answer that, sis? Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, on a real mm. serious, mm-hmm. I actually thought of something because we were talking about um, the movie Them um, mm. earlier today. The TV show. The TV show. You're right. The TV show Them, which is about a, a fam, black families migrating from the south to California, actually, mm-hmm. and that literally 20 years later, this happened when it first started, and all the drama and the terror and all the stuff that uh, we faced, actually, unfortunately, still to this day, the red zoning and all of that. Uh, but hold on. All of the, hold on. Hold on. Yes. Spoiler alert. Whatever. Fast forward just a little bit, and if you have it, sorry, because we started spoiling it. Yeah. So, uh, so fast forward just a little bit. Uh, the, the question was, what movie, and uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, oh, well, I'm telling you about the movie that is describing my life. So, uh, we were uh, the 20 title, years later. Movie, by the way. Just uh, the title. It says, pick one movie. Movie title, right? Okay, <laughs> so, damn. so right, it's so damn is it, and you know, and the question was also why? Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, it was why. So okay. the reason why, um, before I was so rudely interrupted, I was just trying to help uh, the people. Whatever, sorry, uh, spoiler, sorry, right, right, right? I don't know why she took offense to that, y'all. No, but she no, did. Not offense, <laughs> it was rudely, but um, it's <laughs> called. Hurry up! <laughs> uh, don't rush me now. Don't rush me now. Anyways, they are we're moving from the south, and my parents did exactly that for me. It was absolutely one of the best things my father could have done for us. 20 years after that movie, we were that family that moved from New Orleans to California and thank God those people had laid an absolutely great ground floor for us because it wasn't as bad but we know we're still dealing with things today. So, but that that's that I would have to say is one of the movies that I would have to go with that title because that literally described our family in a time when it was absolutely the best move for us. Cool. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. What about I, you, I, sis? You really want me to answer this question? Everybody do. Come okay. on, we recording. You, you're right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to answer it. You know, before honestly. Him, right? Yeah, right, before. Oh my God! If you could pick <laughs> one movie title to describe your life, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, because we're goofy, as you all can see. So I would have to say the clumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The clumps. Yeah. I think mine would yeah. be scary movie. And the reason why, because we're goofy. We're just goofy. And like my mama say, we fat asses. That part is fat ass kid. No. Yeah. And we, we I can see us. I, I like that. Us being absolute crazy fools around the dinner table, just mm-hmm. enjoying a absolutely great fat, voluptuous <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, mine would be what scary is- movie. <laughs> Yeah. All of it, all the parts. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one. The yeah. title itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's your uh, like? What's your go-to? Like your staple wear, the thing that you wear the most. What's your go-to piece of clothing? Sis, I would have to say basketball shorts. Okay. Why is that? Because I played basketball all my life. Ball is life. Okay. Why do you wear them now? Oh, fuck <laughs> <I mean, laughs> You know, because ball is life. Still balling. Still balling. <laughs> I still okay. ball in my life. Okay. All right, man. Huh, I would have to say probably uh, something like comfortable, baggy pants I like to wear nice like what I got on today. Some the MC Hammer pants? Yeah, my MC mm-hmm. Hammer pants. Sometimes I even have these bell bottoms. I found some really cute bell bottoms. I like to wear those too, but something nice and comfortable. Yeah. It's like some nice comfortable shoes and something that could be comfortable. In. You have one piece of clothing that you go to all the What do you wear every day? What you wearing now? That part. <laughs> oh, uh, oh no, I'm not gonna say that because I get so much ragging about literally a do rag on my head. Oh. <laughs> I I wear my fro when I'm ready to go somewhere, and until then I have it plaited up and I have my little rag on my headband down and everything, and that's absolutely really my go-to wear. Let me day. ask you this, mom. Yes. And maybe this is a great question to ask you. Yes. Since you wear your hair in plaits, uh-huh. why don't you try wigs? Like when oh, you wig. know what I did? I've worn Can one you before. imagine to hide it in a wig? No, we have to give it to her. That's why I said we have to give it to her. You liked it? Um, EJ, <laughs> why you put me on the <laughs> You said give, her, give it to her. Why you want to tell me why to wear it? Why yeah. you lie? No, she just has to pick the one that's her, and I would love to go with you to help you pick it. Because <laughs> you're my mother, and I want to make sure that you, you know, look good. You know, I'm, I'm just not a wig person, though, I actually. It just really, probably needs to be the right one. Because there are several different wigs. I absolutely agree wigs. with you there, yeah. but I'm... Because you say you don't like to wear your your, your um, but I'm not trying to wear it. the only stuff? reason. No, I didn't say I didn't like to wear it. I said that was my go-to thing. I absolutely love facts, to wear my do rags. Right? Okay. If I didn't like them, believe me, it would not be you would not see me with them on almost every single day with a different hair. I just like the way that you do it because you know you got to coordinate, so that it always part, matches always, your that outfit. Exactly. That's why it's <laughs> definitely my go-to. I yes. got to coordinate. You got to yes. coordinate. That part right there. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, rest mm-hmm. in peace. No okay. Uh I think I'm a creature of habit. I wear it's easy right now I'm wearing exactly what I wore yesterday. Like mm. it's easy for me to throw Thank on you, just Yana. this. Oh. <laughs> anyway, You're if that were true, this. I would have been offended. Uh but <laughs> I, I, it's easy for me to to put on the same mm. uh the same clothes. Uh, like the same pair of shorts, you know, yeah. or or maybe the same. Oh, I do have one. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all my my bubblegum people. That yeah. sweater. <laughs> I wear this pullover still. I wear this one pullover, this bubblegum freaking gump pullover. Everybody can't stand, but it is mine. It's always cold in New York. I wouldn't wear it in the in the summer. That would be silly. Uh, but I do wear it all the time, and uh, yes. Yeah, so that's probably one for me. Yeah, my pullover. I'm glad that's it's, easy. It's not those cowboy boots you all grew down. See? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what about the cowboy oh, boots? Oh, I tell you, when he was a little West. boy, he, oh my God, he that wore was. these cowboy boots with whatever. It didn't matter if they were shorts, it was a suit. 
<laughs> it was, okay. it was where, uh, biker shorts. I remember that too. I must have been like three years old. <laughs> biker shorts, so silly. I, I do. I wore them with I do shorts. You I wore them with the biker everything. shorts on. Yes. That's why I'm laughing because Mama every really time y'all be like, "Go get your shoes." He come with them dog His on cowboy, cowboy boots. Yeah, wow, yeah. wow, wow, Wes, and he yep. and he always used to sing that. Wow, I was probably like three years old with the yeah, dog on boots. Yeah. I loved my little boots. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I just liked the way they made me he feel. I felt right, powerful. Right, right, wow, wow, right. right. his little dance. Wow, wow, Wes. I like them boots. Yeah. With my boots, yeah. So I have, I always have a go-to piece of clothes or a go-to item. Like I, I, I do. I still wear like a pair of shoes. I'll wear those things. I always, I'll have several pairs of everything, but I do usually have like a go-to, yeah. two or three items. Mm-hmm. All right, Mom, why don't you ask oh, another it's question? My turn. Okay, mm-hmm. no, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, okay. This, I, this one's here actually. I, uh, just a little inquisitive thing. I appreciate you two being here for me. I absolutely love my two children. I always wanted a girl and a boy. God gave me that, and I love the relationship we have with each other. And we all have been moving in different changes. Taquanda told us about how she just moved to Texas. It's been a year or so, and EJ's on his way back to New York and all, you know. But So let's just tell the audience, what um, in the next few months, uh, what are you looking forward to uh, coming, you know, going down in your life in the next few months? Hmm. Hmm. I like this question. Do you, do you want to answer? You can go ahead and go first. Um, well, like you said, you, everybody knows I'm moving back to New York, so I'm 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 looking forward to getting into my brand new apartment, mm-hmm. my own my own apartment, mm-hmm. Pondy Manhattan Island, yes. um, in my neighborhood that I love so much, in my price range. I thought it was just a fantasy. I'm so glad that God has given me this uh, this, and I and I do feel grateful. I do feel like I'm deserving and that it's time and that it's mine. Uh, and I'm just so grateful. So I, I'm, I am uh, looking forward to getting into my space, acclimating to my new apartment, furnishing it, and uh, finding my way back to the stage. I need to be at work again. I need to be on stage again. I am going crazy. This is not good for me. It's Send okay. help. I need a <laughs> stage. Um, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So you about to get that. it right now. Thank you. You already got it. um, You already got it. I'll claim claim that it's coming, but I don't already have it. Unfortunately, that's the problem. You got this. Thank you. I hear what you're saying, though. Thank you. You got to say it. You got to believe it. Mm -hmm. It's coming. Speak it. Yeah. It's already there. All right. What? uh, Your turn. For me, Mm -hmm. the next few months, I'm gonna uh, actually enjoy my weekends because I work during the week. So on the weekends, I'm going to be going out and having fun and exploring Texas, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to do some going to the museums, uh, seeing some historical stuff because I'm a history buff. So mm-hmm. just having fun, really, yeah. on the weekends because once October come, got to get back to work for real, for real. Yeah. Anybody need Medicare, gotcha. Okay. I'm licensed in 31 <laughs> states. Yes. <laughs> right. What about you? What are you hoping for um, in the next actually, few months? Actually, I'm in the next few months. I'm looking forward to not only welcoming, opening up back the world with um, just 
having a great time and um, enhancing not only uh, my business, uh, but also people's lives and pleasure. And one other thing is just to take a little bit of time, because now that the world is opening back up, not only was we all stuck in for a minute, for a while, I was too, working from home every day, barely going out, just to go to the store, just to go to the post office, something like that. The world's starting to open back up, and not only do I, I'm looking forward to the work, but I'm even I'm actually already looking forward to just a little me time, a little vacation time yeah. away from it. Yeah. Just taking a little time and just have a little downtime where I can just relax and enjoy the fact that the world is opening back up. Take a little time just just to, you know, reward myself with mm-hmm. a little me time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you deserve it. You yeah, deserve it. It's been a long, tough year for everybody. You deserve mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You we deserve all do. It. Yeah. Absolutely. We all do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sis, you got another one for us? I do. And this is actually a good segue to what she just said. Okay. So. From what she just said. From what she just said. Sorry. He's always, he always did that. Always always. correcting me. But it's okay. But it's okay. I've learned to appreciate it. Yes, I do. I I did that one on purpose. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, for me, so what's something you take for granted and why? Huh. Something I take oh, I forgot I got to answer this too, huh? Mm-hmm. Something that I take yeah, for granted. Yeah. Um, what could you want to answer while we think? No, actually, I was thinking too. I was talking to my sister. I said, oh, while we think. Oh, while we oh think. of course, because you know I had an answer to this for oh, me. Yeah, I figured you would. Go ahead, sis. For me, it's living in the moment, living in the now. Mm. I always live in the future and what to expect because. My mom has always taught us, make sure you got your stuff together so that you know what you need in the future. So everything has always been living in the future. So Mm -hmm. for me, because I have been doing a lot of growing, Mm -hmm. it's just making sure I accept the now. Like right now, this is a moment for Mm -hmm. me, like doing this with you guys. Mm -hmm. I really do appreciate you guys having me on your show, honestly. Yeah, it's honestly the biggest pleasure Mm -hmm. that I've had. And I just came from where I call my home, the place that I'm most happy, and this is more pleasurable to me than that. So I'm I'm so grateful for you, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so happy that you wanted to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to have fun with you guys, because I do listen to your show. Honestly, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to lie. I'm on episode four. I got to get You don't listen to our up. show. Hold oh. the pause. We're going to end this. She oh. knows I do listen. You on episode four. I work. This is, like, I that really no, do That's work. not the point I'm making. I really That's do not the work. Point I'm that we're on episode eleven, so I'm seven episodes behind. So I know. Have, yeah, I know. You don't listen. I got to, to you catch have up. Have listened to the show. I have to catch up. <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie. That's like I said, I ain't gonna lie. Shoot, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. lie. <clears throat> ain't but no, I really do need to catch up because y'all really. I love the show. I'm yeah. honest. I really do. I'm glad. Thank so, you. Seriously. Yeah. And I thank you guys for having me here, honestly. Of course, of course. Anytime, every time, always, definitely. Uh, I think right now, I, I don't... I'm, I am hyper aware of everything. I haven't come out of this tough freaking year mm-hmm. and being so grateful to have made it through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now I am in a season of like blossoming and blooming and like there's so many things, great things happening in my world right now mm-hmm. that it's hard to 
take any of this for granted. I literally, that was one of the toughest years of my life, easily, <clears throat> emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Yeah. So I'm in a space of gratitude right now. So it's hard to answer that because uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. I'm, I'm forgetting the thing that I take for granted. Right. Uh, but I, 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 right now, I feel like I can say that I can't find the thing that I'm taking for granted right now. Uh, like I said, I'm sure I'm just taking it for granted, right. so I can't think right. of it. But <clears throat> right. I, I'm so grateful right now yeah. and present and here mm-hmm. and and just grateful, just happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, that's kind of um, along what I was going to say, too. I'm just grateful. Um, I think I, I think taking for granted just how good God is and that we, like you said, we made it through. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, uh, I take for granted uh, the good things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I had to learn to get over and stop look, look, looking at, like when you say you look in the future, mm-hmm. I, would, I would always be looking at what could go wrong in the future. Right. And mm-hmm. I started realizing, you know what? It only can go wrong if you allow it to go wrong. Exactly. So you control this. It don't have to go wrong. So be appreciative and stop taking for granted what is going on now. Mm-hmm. In this moment, this present, and mm-hmm. how good God is. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Recognize it. And live with it. And be able to share it with someone else. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I, I totally, totally believe is you cannot work from a half empty glass. Yeah. You have right. to work from your overflow. Yeah. And if you're so busy watching, not even paying attention to how God is has mm-hmm. your flow going, you know, how can you share it with someone else? So mm-hmm. I have been able to look at life and appreciate the overflow because mm-hmm. I wasn't appreciating that. Yeah. So I think that I took for granted a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair, because I could say that for sure. Like, listening to you uh, say that reminds me. I was like, okay, well, let's try and find something that perhaps I was taking for granted this past year while I was so unhappy. And it was the time. I was taking time itself for granted. The time that I was being allotted to have with you, with everyone in Los Angeles. I got to take a personal year. Like, how often do you get to say that? And I, I was doing it with intention. I was living with intention, but I was so unhappy that I was forgetting to be grateful for the time that yeah. I was given. This was a year where people were dropping like flies. I hate yes. to say it that way. Yes. And I... Businesses, all that stuff. Yes. yes. I did lose business. I lost my career yes. for a second. But yes. uh, I was... I was uh, I, I was taking just the time. I, I was I was mm-hmm. granted time. I was blessed enough to have time to make something of, you know? Yes. And I, I did. I, I know at the top of this year I was taking that for granted. I was so stuck in my depression and yes. just trying to get through that mm-hmm. that I, I wasn't I was forgetting to say thank you for this day. Yeah. You absolutely. Know? That. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just saying, exactly. thank you for this day. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. I wake up every morning, mm-hmm. and I say, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for letting me see another day. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting my family see another day. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting my friends see another day. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. thank you for being you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back Literally. Right okay. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the first day of the rest of my life. That's yeah. what I say every morning I wake up. I say, thank you, Jesus, for letting me see it. First day of the rest of my life is every single morning. It's the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah. And no matter what happened yesterday, you have this day to either fix it or to enjoy it again. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. 
Yeah. Okay, so I'll ask a question. Yes. Uh, deep. Right? It's called a deep level. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. So, do you consider yourself to be more uh, logical or emotional? And and why? how do you validate that? Wow, wow, wow. Who's that for me? Both of you. And me too. Huh. <clears throat> well, I used to always think that I was more logical, um, especially as I was growing up and, and raising you guys. I, I uh, tried to think of things more logical and, um, you know, even with all the clowning inside, I, I was, instead of being more emotional, but as I grew and aged and matured, I realized that I'm way more emotional than logical. And that's where it was one of, actually it could be a fault, because when you work on emotions, um, just jump on, on emotions instead of logic, it, it could cause a, a big mishap for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I um, matured, I realized I had to start paying attention to my emotional investment in things um, a little bit and pay, you know be a little bit more logical about it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get older, older and mature, I think those things should be and hopefully are a little bit more clearer to you mm-hmm. and that you can start realizing that emotion, when you don't think through something first, mm-hmm. can cause you a big old problem. So I think um, I, I tend to be more emotional, but I'm, I'm realizing that um, put, throw a little bit more logic in there and, and it'll be a little bit more even kill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's about that blend. That mm-hmm. could even blend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, sis, how would you answer that? More mm-hmm. emotional or logical and why? How I think? I think logical. <laughs> but I'm an emotional creature. Okay. Yes. Okay. Why do you say that? Because everything I think about it has to have a reasoning, a functioning, like something. Why? That's how I feel mm-hmm. about everything. Why? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm a five-year-old when it comes to that. I've always wondered why. I think that's why. healthy. I think that's you know? a good mm-hmm. concern, like why. Yeah. It's got to make sense. And you that means you don't just go into things willy-nilly. There has right. to be a why, yeah. and as Mama would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm an emotional creature. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I may think on emotion, but I have you, EJ, and my best friend <laughs> to keep my my uh, brain right sometimes because I do be on emotional. Yeah. <laughs> What's your best my friend emotions name? Make, oh, I'm sorry. My I best friend's name is Toya. Yes. What's up, Toya? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would probably... Uh, uh, I I think as you as you both kind of had it's Quanda you sort of Toya said, Kelly sorry let me say it right Toya Kelly Toya her Kelly La Toya Kelly La Toya Kelly <laughs> shout Ooh. out hey friend. Um, I think uh, so you both kind of said sort of the same thing or heard the same thing sort of mm-hmm. from what or took the same took the same sort of sentiment away from what you both said mm-hmm. um and that is that it's important to have that blend, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you must you must have both yes. uh, to uh, to to do things healthfully, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I don't. So, I'm working on trying to have that blend of 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 both, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that growing up, I was more logical. But as I grow into a man, you hear these things about like uh, men become more emotional when they get older and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Like, I 
Uh, not that I lead with my emotions or I allow my emotions to place me in situations. I am still almost too logical in that way because I will rationalize myself out like out of, of sometimes a I hope not a good thing but I but it's easy to fantasize about things and wonder how that could go but mm-hmm. I don't spend my t- I don't react based on my fantasies mm-hmm. okay um, so I will be so logical that I might not step into a situation like love or like something like that where I where I could probably lead with my emotions. It's okay to lean into those feelings and and explore. You know, like we're going to be hurt sometimes. It's okay to be hurt, uh, but but the fact that logically this is going to inevitably end. So I will be hurt. Uh, that can't be the reason not to experience things. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on like the blend and also the blend on the other end. Like I said, as I'm growing into a man, sometimes I'll cry just out of nowhere. Yeah. Like last night, uh, for what you know, for the reasons you had, sis, you didn't want to hang. That fucking made me cry. I was like, why am I crying? That's so stupid. <laughs> 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 but like, uh, like that like that mm-hmm. so it's like and sometimes like it's just that like I get how women sometimes would be like it's just I'm just overwhelmed like, with emotion I don't mean to be crying I'm just crying yeah. because it's it I, it's just happening yeah. Um, yeah so I've experienced that these days so I'm I'm working on finding a healthy blend of the two mm-hmm. because I think that that's important yeah, yeah. it really is absolutely it really is your emotional state like can take over at times, but you have to keep that logic because if you don't, that emotions will take you all the way on a whole nother level that becomes toxic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's not where you want to be. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. But the crazy thing is that you do, you just articulated same, it. Right. <laughs> but and, and and on the same, like we're saying, that's why you have to have that blend because sometimes that logic can also hold you back from right. being emotional about something. Sometimes right. you do need to have empathy and sympathy and emotions about yeah. something instead of it just being all about a logical thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, think that I would that. separate uh, empathy and sympathy from emotion yeah. because those are those are traits mm-hmm. versus you a have, way of you being. You have an emotion to, to feel for someone. That's when I say about empathy. It's, it doesn't always have to be like a love situation. It could be just a, um, having a uh, feeling sympathetic right. to a certain a person's cause right. to understand and why they're going they're doing whatever it is in this situation with you. Yeah. Instead of letting your emotions take over, have the understanding and sympathy to understand that they what they're going through so that you can logically approach the right. um, situation so instead of I think God that I don't have that one. Like that yeah. I, empathy. I, empathy yeah. is yeah. Yeah. empathy. Is but I don't have a problem with that. That's why person. I used love as an example for me. Right. It's called empathy. Sympathy right. is when you have it for right. that person. Right, yeah. because that person you've had needs to have it for you. It's called empathy. It, right. So well, no, 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 no. That's no. that's wrong. No, empathy no. is when you haven't been through something, but you can imagine, and so you can not sympathize with them because sympathy means you've been through it so you can you can be like oh I know how that feels Mm -hmm. I understand that Mm -hmm. but empathy is when you're like I can understand that for you I I get that for you yeah Yeah. and no one has that anymore it's it's a lost it's a lost thing I think we were fortunate enough to grow up in the house that we did to acquire those traits yeah Um, and that's why I was saying I don't I don't know if I would 
put those two. I get how you connect them, mm-hmm. um, but and that's why I used love because that's one for me mm-hmm. uh, where I have an issue with. Uh, being too logical mm-hmm. to where I'll, I'll move myself away from perhaps a, an experience that I could grow from uh, because everything is about growing for me. Uh, but uh, so luckily I, 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 I'm, well, I'm a natural actor and then I'm a trained actor as well. So like naturally I'm empathetic mm-hmm. um, for the longest in my life. It was hard to be sympathetic because I was younger and I hadn't been through everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, and so now I can be sympathetic because I've had so many experiences. I'm so damn old. Uh, but, yeah, so for me, it's it's uh, it's more about love. I, I need to figure out how to mm-hmm. not be so logical with mm-hmm. in regards to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to learn to be so a little less emotional when it comes to love. Mm-hmm. I have to be a little bit more logical about it. Uh-huh. I, I, when it comes to love, I lead with my heart. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to be a little, bit, a, little, a little less emotional and a lot more logical so that you can make below better choices. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that I definitely have to find. I find that that's where I've grown is to realize the balance there instead of just jumping in or leading with your heart. Yeah. Um, be a little bit more logical about it. Yeah. Your heart is, I mean, it's great to listen to your heart sometimes, but sometimes you really should listen to your mind as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's, again, back to that blend. Yeah. Back, back to, to that, that blend. blend. Yeah. 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 Was that the last question? Uh, I think uh, it was. I think we yeah. got deep. Yeah. yeah. We took this thing deep. to a deeper level. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, well, well, well. Yeah. Well, sis, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you guys had me. Yes, yes, right? yes, no, yes. seriously. Yeah, well, seriously glad you're here, baby. Um, Okay, so we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back. All right. Hello, everyone. So we're back, my son and I. Uh, We are. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Yeah, this is our segment called The Plug, uh, where we tell you all about some of the things we slang in these streets. Lady part, get get your glass together, y'all, because y'all know it's about bedroom candy. I uh, can't <laughs> leave a lot, leave my Avon out, so make sure you, that you look. It's summertime coming, and those bugs are out. Bedroom candy, I mean, sorry, Avon has skin so soft, and y'all know how to get skin so soft. Just reach out to Lady T at uh, my son and I are Leos at gmail.com. You can yeah, reach yeah, me yeah. there. And today I want to talk about our absolutely amazing BK for Men Pragmatism Beard Oil. It's only $22, and I I just want to let you. I just want to read y'all what it says here. It says whether you're neatly shaved or a wild mountain man, our nutrient-rich beard art pragmatism will nourish your beard and face for a smooth, touchable skin and hair. This oil adds shine for a healthy look and is scented with an exotic, spicy fragrance that sports masculine, musky undertones. It's also great for dreadlock hair. So make sure you uh, put it on there. Put it on your head, your face, your moisturizer, your face. It looks great, it smells great, and it absolutely feels great. It's enhances. It's enhanced with natural moisture, hemp seed, and argan oil. It's absolutely the best. It will make it shine. It's paraben-free, and it calms and controls great pliable 
easy hair care. So use it for your face, your body, your head, your bald head, your whatever, your goatee, whatever. Bedroom Candy got you. only $22. Holler at me at my son and I are Leos at gmail.com. How can they find you directly at Bedroom Candy? What's that website? Oh, absolutely. You want to just go directly to my website? That's www.bedroomcandy.com slash 1907. That's my website, y'all. Hit me up. That's if you have any questions. Yes, yes, yes. That's Lady T, Bedroom Candy. Hit her up. Hit that website one more time. Go. www.bedroomcandy.com slash 1907. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, well, you know, it's Egbert Bernard uh, across social media. My son and I are Leos at gmail.com. I'm here for all of your singing needs. I uh, will sing for your weddings, your bars, your bots, and everything in between. All of your corporate events. I'm here. Uh, Also... Uh, well, if you need any voiceover work, as I mentioned maybe an episode or two episode or two ago, I am now the voice of Straight Talk with Ross Matthews. Uh, if you guys know Ross Matthews, TV personality Ross Matthews has his podcast. It's called Straight Talk with Ross. I have been named the official voice of that podcast. So I also now professionally wow. do voiceover. So uh, it's me. I'm here, Egbert Bernard, across social media. You can hit my inboxes. And if you really want me to get back to you fast. It's my son and I are Leos at gmail.com. Any of your show inquiries, if you have any questions or anything that you want us to ask on the show, any love advice, relationship advice, anything, uh, it's my son and I are Leos at gmail.com. All right, and we'll be back, guys. And we're back to close out the show. Yes, we are. What a fun one. Oh, absolutely. This is so enjoyable. Yes, yes. I, I think this is... Way <gasps> too much. Who's that? Oh. Who's that? Sorry. Who's that? I had way too much fun with you guys tonight, and <laughs> I love the show. I had way too much fun. I'm like, so glad. I'm so glad you guys had me here. Yes, we were so happy that you in, that you decided yes. to, to do it with us. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed okay. it, as always. I mean, I laughed so hard, I actually had tears flowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. I think this one takes the, this might yes. this might be one of our highlight episodes. Uh, I think so. This is the best. This might be one to submit to the to the, all the festivals. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like this my one My son and I, my I daughter. Had I had yeah. a lot of fun. All right. I had a lot of fun. I yes. I'm so glad. So you heard it. You heard it here first. Come on. Be our guest. Uh, it's a lot of fun when you come and do the show called My Son and I with Lady T and Egbert B. My sister enjoyed it. You will, too. <laughs> I'm glad you, you guys are here. We'll be back next week with a great episode. Glad you're here. All right, everybody. Stay safe, blessed, and prosperous. Yeah. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. My son and I. Yeah. We